Welcome to Our Certain Point of View, where your hosts, Jim and Tim, will bring you new weekly discussions about the Star Wars universe. Our Certain Point of View is a fan-based podcast and has no connections with Disney, Lucasfilm, or any of their subsidiaries. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Our Certain Point of View. I am Jim. Hello there. I'm Tim. He's Tim. We uh we yeah, took a brief, brief, brief hiatus, but we're back now. Um, yeah, two months wanna, and five days. I mean, is brief. That how long it's been? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Since uh since Andor ended, huh? Yeah, Andor's Andor's last was was our last recording right before uh right before the United States Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, since then, you know, there hadn't been anything Star Wars happening, has there? Well, just for the last, I don't know, five weeks. Yeah, there's <laughs> actually been some pretty exciting stuff. Bad Batch is back, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Now, we're not going to do a, a recap like we do with uh, Andor or Mandalorian or anything, but uh, we're going to discuss it, so there will be some spoilers for the first Three episodes or four episodes of Bad Batch? There have been five. Four. Five? Whoa. I gotta go back and look at them. Uh, because the first two came out simultaneously. I think that's what threw me off. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna talk a little bit about Bad Batch, so some spoilers there. And uh, then just kind of some Star Wars news and just some entertainment news in general, I think. Catching up with Jim and Tim. That's what we're doing today. That's right. I, Papa Bear is supposed to be here, but, you know, he ain't, so we're going to be hope, you know, hoping he shows up any second and adds his unique and charming perspective. Yeah? Yeah. But first, news. Take it away, Tim. Um, so a couple of things are going on here. There's, uh, well, obviously we've got uh, Bad Batch coming out. Um, I don't even know how many episodes it's going to be. Oh, I do. We talked about this already. Is it yeah. is it sixteen? I had to um, know. I'm pretty sure it's sixteen. So that was one of the big things we want to talk about. And I know that's that's going into the the show that we're dealing with here. Um, but I'm yeah, it is sixteen. So sixteen episodes. Um, I don't know if we were on since Bob Iger came back to. Disney. Um, so Bob Iger's taken back over, and uh, I, don't, I didn't think we'd talked about it here yet. So the, one of the big things about that is that when he came back on, he said, "We are going back to what we need to do, which is quantity. Sorry, quality over quantity. Um, in other words, they you know they've been looking at things, they've been doing stuff, they've been just pushing out content." Um, and this isn't just Star Wars, I don't think. This is about everything. But I think it applies a lot to Star Wars. You know, there was just so much being pushed all at once. And uh, I think they he's, his plan is to step back and, you know, go look. And sometimes we're going to miss our Star Wars. We're going to, you know, be like, how come we don't have new Star Wars right now? But when we get it, hopefully we're going to get some better stuff than we've been getting. Um, and I think that's his drive for the company, which, you know, when it comes to a company like Disney think that makes a lot of sense yeah. um you know it's not like they need the the cash grabs 
you know, they need to keep people invested in, they really need to keep people invested in, in having Disney plus. Um, and they're going to do that with quality content, not with just putting more things there. Well, so, they got to worry about fatigue. Um, I mean, yeah. honestly, the, the quality, I think, has been fine. Andor was exceptional. I mean, you go back and listen to our... Well, Andor was. And Andor. I'm saying, that's not just Star Wars. Um, yeah. But but fatigue is very real, no matter how good the content is. Um, yeah. I think that's why Bad Batch got a little bit bogged down from us last year is it was just there was something new every week with star wars and it just got to the point where it's like okay um as much as i hated waiting for movies for two years it, it did build that you know anticipation and that you know it's like cooking hunger is the best spice you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know there's one so on, go ahead there, there's there's something missing from your countdown uh april 28th is not on your countdown that should be that's yeah, when, I know it needs to be. Do you know what it is? Yeah. What is it? Um, I'm semi-excited about it and semi-worried about it. Um, it is the next viewing of Cal Kestis and his adventures in uh, Star Wars Jedi. Uh, what was the name of the new one coming? There's Battle Scars. There's Jedi Survivor. I don't. What are these things? Is that not the game release? Um, yeah, it's the game released. Yeah, so... It's Star Wars Star Jedi Wars... Survivor is the is the new game. Yeah, so that comes out on April 28th. Um, so that is um, only going to be available on PlayStation 5 and whatever the new Xbox is. Well, guess what I have. What, whatever the new Xbox is? No. Uh, in celebration of being laid up for two months with the, you know broken dislocated shoulder i i got myself a ps5 Ooh, fancy and i've been playing far cry 5 on it and far cry 5 is pretty good game i know it's not the newest but it's the one that people were telling me is the best and then as soon as i got it which i didn't pay for it it was part of a subscription if you have playstation um then i was like oh i'm playing this and people are like oh that's not the best like, but y'all said it was <laughs> I feel like, I think it was Kyle on South Park, every time he'd buy a new game system, everybody would be like, oh, that's the old one. But anyway, yeah. I'm enjoying it. It's not well, as that's fun the, as... uh point. Yeah. No, but that's, yeah. you'll have to, you'll have to let me know how the, uh, how the game is, because I do not have a PS5, and do not foresee myself getting one in the near future. Well, I definitely will be playing the game, so I'm very excited yeah. about that. Yeah, Jedi Survivor. Um, what other news we got? I mean, the trailer for Mandalorians dropped. You saw that, right? I did see that. I saw. I saw. I tr- kind of tried to avoid it because I, I, I really do love going into these things with no knowledge at all. Um, but I ended up watching it, and uh, you know, the most exciting part from it. And I am going to talk about the trailer. So, if you're like me kind of you don't like to watch the trailers well for the next 30 seconds or so i'm probably gonna talk about the trailer um they showed the planet of mandalore that that was my big takeaway was them showing uh, the dome cities and all now we saw mandalore in the clone wars but we've never seen it in live action so and we also saw it i think in uh rebels 
you've seen Star Wars Rebels, I think, right? Rebels is awesome. It's pretty good. And yeah, so it looks like uh, the Mandalorian is heading to uh, Mandalore itself. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that should be that should be a lot of fun. Um, I was talking to some people about Mandalorian today. I'm real excited about that. And I will tell you in advance, um, Bad Batch is still going to be happening when that comes out. Um, and our episodes here will predominantly be based on recaps of Mandalorian episodes. We'll talk about the Bad Batch episodes or maybe do, you know, snippet episodes in between to talk about Bad Batch as it as it wraps up. But we're going to be That's here to cool. talk about Mandalorian. That I'm really excited yeah. about. Um, That'll be a big focus. Is there a date announced for Ahsoka? We don't have an Ahsoka date yet. We do have... Um, I don't even know that... Actually, I've seen... Um, I don't know that I've seen that Ashley Eckstein is going to be at any... No, just scheduled to release in 2023 still all I have. Um... So the only uh, I haven't even seen that she's going to be at any of the cons. So they just released Whoa. some Star Wars celebration stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Three people that I really like to see have been added. Apparently, yeah. Hayden got? Christensen. Yeah. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Katie Sackhoff. Yep. Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff will also be at uh, GalaxyCon Richmond in March. Um, That's the one we went to last year. Yeah. Oh, then I might have to go. Uh, I'd like to meet her. You know, one of our mutual friends got to meet her. Sold her a motorcycle, actually. Um, Very, very cool. Um, I loved her in uh, Battlestar Galactica, which uh, I started rewatching, actually, not too long ago. What is that streaming on? Oh, shoot. It's somewhere weird, like Freebie or Tubi or something like that. Or maybe it's Prime. I don't know. I know I didn't have to pay for it. Um, But, yeah, it's one of those ones that's kind of hard to find on streaming. But it's out there, and it's free. Go watch Battlestar Galactica if you like good sci-fi. It's intense. It's very real. For sci-fi, anyway. Um, There's no weird characters like Geode. Geode is not weird. He's just... It, it's just misunderstood. You you always hated Geode. <laughs> I still hate Geode to this day. I got a question for you. Do you remember about a year ago, a trailer for a new Star Wars game came out called Star Wars Eclipse? And it was just yeah. really cool, like, showed a guy, like, drumming one of these huge drums, and, like, the animation looked amazing. That just disappeared, I guess? Yeah. So... Okay, so someone was just teasing us. I actually read an article about this about a month ago. I, for some reason, it was on my mind, and I read it, and it, it's all kinds of delays and problems with it, so they basically are like, we're just not going to talk about it until, I guess, they get more solid, you know, footing or something. I don't know what's going on with it. Yeah, so it's still, yeah, they're still working on it, but there's nothing There's nothing concrete about it at all. Um, and it's been months since they've talked about it, which is, yeah. you know, always interesting news because that means it'll also probably only be on PS5. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> that's no good. I mean, it's pretty good if it's going to test the limits of the PS5. And I don't even think, if I'm if I'm not 
mistaken, I don't even think that Jedi Survivor is going to be on Nintendo. Uh, I have no reaction to this. Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's only PSP. Maybe it's not even the Xbox. I'm going to lie to everyone. So, I just went to StarWars.com, and there's all kinds of stuff on here that I've never seen before. Star Wars Galaxy of Creatures Season 2. I didn't even know there was a Season 1. I've never heard of this. It looks like a a show for, like, little kids. Um, Boosh blasts his way to new allies in Marvel's Star Wars Dr. Aphra. So, I guess that's comic book news. That's comic books, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you're creature thing is you're talking about i haven't seen that it's a uh, i mean i believe you that it's there star wars galaxy of creatures is season two galactic creature enthusiast sfr3 known as ari to his friends is back to explore the galaxy far far away um it might just be online Season 2 arrived with two new shorts in the animated micro-series debuting on Star Wars Kids. Okay, so yeah, I think it's an online thing. Not for me. It's got uh, an EOP. Does another person go into celebration? Who? James Arnold Taylor. Who is the voice of... Obi-Wan Kenobi in the yeah. Wars. He's like my third favorite Obi-Wan. So, that's in London this year, so we're, you know. If anybody's wondering that, if you didn't know Celebrations in London. Um, I wouldn't know that. I'll not be, I'll not be attending no? the London one. Not because I have an issue with London, but because it's far away. It It's across the pond, as they say. But that's a big pond. Yeah, it's nonsense. Whoever they are need to stop it. Um, All right. Uh, other entertainment pond. news I think worth mentioning because for whatever reason in our show notes we still have the name Henry Cavill. <laughs> so okay. Henry Cavill was done so wrong by, uh, I, I don't know what company, DC or whoever owns. You, you know about this, right? Yeah, yeah, DC and Warner Brothers. So it's it's kind of old news now, but it hadn't happened before our last podcast, I don't think. So yeah, they asked him, for those of you who don't know what's going on with Henry Cavill, um, Warner Brothers, I guess, or DC, asked him to reprise his role as Superman, which I think he's an, a fantastic Superman, even though I have not particularly liked the DC movies that much. I still like seeing him as Superman. But um, So yeah, they, they told him, hey, we want you to do this. He turned down... Um, I think it was The Witcher, to continue working on The Witcher so that he could be Superman again. And then he made the public announcement, which meant he had to give up his other contracts. And then they, they canceled him after he did this. That, that's insane, man. That That's just a yeah, terrible way to treat someone. I mean, way to burn the fan base, too. Because, like, like I said, I wasn't really enjoying the DC films before. I did like seeing uh, you know him in this role, so I would actually probably watch whatever they put just to watch him reprise the role. Um, but now I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably watch it no matter what. But, you know, I won't enjoy it as much. <laughs> but did you hear what he's doing instead? No. 
So Henry Cavill, I guess, has enough money or at least enough contacts and influence that he is getting a series. I think it's for HBO. Um, he and he's got full creative control over this. Apparently, as far as you know, dealing with a major brand, he's making a series about the game Warhammer. And oh, okay. I don't know if you know his story with that. Like Henry Cavill is, you know, very very outgoing about he he calls himself he's a nerd he's a gamer he uh you know he's one of us in other words um yeah and he was actually playing warhammer when they called him to tell him that he got the role of superman originally and he didn't take the call because he was at least this is the story as i heard it um because he was too wrapped up in the game um so it's just kind of funny. He seems like a very likable guy, or at least very relatable, despite the fact that he, he looks like Superman. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, that that was just really off-putting with the way DC or Warner Brothers or whoever made that decision, the way they treated him. Um, so that's that. That's my Henry Cavill news, because again, his name is still in the show notes. Because <laughs> I'm too lazy to change him. I just cut yeah, and paste and change a few words. You know how it is. You know how it yeah. be. That's just that's our whole podcast. It's just yeah, uh, we're... just the old pod. Rebels is awesome. Um, we just add <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I'm Jim. That's hello there. I just got a soundboard uh, now. I'm just randomly hitting the buttons. <laughs> push the buttons as we go. That um, is really good. I enjoyed Andor so good. Good writing. <laughs> Yay, Star Wars. Thank you, Mickey Mouse. Um, that's, thank the mouse. Thank the mouse. So, in the world? Uh, countdowns? More news? Yeah, let's do some countdowns. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking into some of this other stuff. There's just some nonsense out there I don't even care about looking at. Um, no. So, yeah, countdowns. Uh, the most recent thing, of course, is... Um, Bad Batch was released. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> so Bad Batch, the next episode comes out tomorrow. We didn't even say that we're recording, uh, kind of weird, uh, we're recording on a Tuesday, and it's the 31st of January, so even though you didn't put this on your countdown, I'm I just kind of throwing you a curveball. And one day, the, the sixth episode of Bad Batch Season 2 comes out. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And yeah, we'll does. talk more about that after the rest of the countdowns, but I know what you're talking about. In 29 days, which is not that far away... What do we got? Yeah. I would argue it's like 28 days and, you know, eight and a half hours away. But Yeah. Um, we're talking. At 3 a.m. and watch it. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'll probably get up at 4. I'll let the. I'll let the 3 a.m. Well, maybe not because my workout's at 4. Like so I'll get up at 3. Right now. Yeah, it feels like it sometimes. So we're, we're talking um, about Mandalorian so get up at season the, 3. Yeah, yeah, we are. Mandalorian season 3. We're going we're gonna to work out and watch Mandalorian. Um the next listed item after that, we talked about April 28th. Um, it's not on my countdown right now, but that's because um bitter. Uh, yeah. Not really. Man. It's because I forgot to put it on there. But it is big Star Wars news. Um, and I, I, the reason I'm upset about it is Star Wars, uh, the, the previous Jedi Fallen was amazing. Yeah, it was. Um, I really enjoyed that game. And I will be sad to not have this one. I could potentially get it for PC, 
Um, I know that it's going to be available on PC, so I might do that. But Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the game, the next series for Cal Kestis, is 87 days away on oh, Friday, April 28th. That's the release date. Nice. Um, way, to, way to add it on the fly. Yeah. Or figure it out on the fly, yeah. <clears throat> and then after that, Star Wars Day, May the 4th. Yeah. Yeah, that's 93 days away. May the 4th yeah, be with you. Yep, less than a week after the uh, Jedi. Yeah. That would be a good way to celebrate Star Wars Day is to get yourself a PS5 and then play Jedi Survivor with me. I wonder how my wife will feel about that. If I make hey. myself a Star Wars Day list of stuff that I want. We'll get you a good I want fun. a PS5, we'll and I want Star Wars Jedi Survivor, <laughs> and I want a new lightsaber, and I want Galactic Buffalo Cruise. Wings. Ooh. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want Buffalo Wings now. Why did you say hey. that? Because Wookiee Life Day is only 290 days away. And that's it for our countdowns. Yeah. Because we don't know when Ahsoka's coming out. We don't know when... I don't know whatever happened with things like the all the other shows that they had talked about. Um, <laughs> Who knows? I can't find any of them right now. Like, not I can't find them, but they haven't they haven't given specific release dates for any of that stuff, which is fine. It's we've got these two big things coming out. You know, we're covered for at least another twelve weeks of Star Wars. Well, Mandalorian's going to keep me happy. I, I, at least I think it will. Uh, Bad well, that's Batch what I'm talking about. Like we're we're four weeks into Bad. We'll have four weeks of Bad Batch before Mandalorian. And then when Mandalorian hits, we'll have probably I'm guessing another eight episodes. Um, yeah. I don't know that for sure, but I don't know that that's been released yet. Yeah, I don't know. I, again, I've been kind of trying to avoid it, but I guess for the sake of the podcast, maybe I should just learn the stuff so I can share it. Um, yeah, so that's countdowns. It's, it's kind of a thin list, but it's an exciting one because uh, Jedi Survivor, well, Mandalorian is the big one. So, Yeah, Mandalorian's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, how many always. episodes? Okay, that can't be you, right. You Googling on the fly? Yeah. Well, well the first one here out, says, why don't... it says one, but it's, it's, it's going to be eight again. It'll be eight. Yeah. So. Well,. While you figure that out or whatever you're doing, why don't we take a break and go to commercial? Yeah, buddy. All right, so enjoy. Hey, this is Gordon from the Riff Radio Show podcast, a radio show dedicated to the music of Generation X. We release a new show every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and we play music from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and we take your requests. And unlike the old days when you had to wait forever to get your request on your favorite radio show, I always put your request on our Saturday morning all-request episode. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes of any episode and request a song. The Riff is only available on Spotify, so head on over today and subscribe. The Riff, only on Spotify. All right, and we're back, and that was Gordon with The Riff. Now, I got to tell you, yeah, the Riff, Gordon. it hadn't been updated in a while, but I figured we're still going to run the ad because, uh, you know, music is timeless, especially a, you know, a podcast about old music. And yeah, the shows that are out there, are, they're pretty exciting. I mean, the ones that he's got posted already, they're, they're well, you know, 
they're still good to go back and listen to if you haven't. So we want to keep it up there. Yeah, and I don't know what's going on. Like, if he's, you know, I don't know why he hadn't been putting out more episodes. I know why I haven't. Same reason I haven't been doing our certain point of view. I, uh, you know, Tim, I, I was hit by a car. <laughs> I am aware. If you're a regular listener to the program, you know at least two things about me. I was in the Army, and I got hit by a car a few months ago. Um, recovery's going well. For those of you who are wondering, I got uh, I had to have surgery on my shoulder. Uh, they got inside there. Um, it wasn't as bad as they thought. I did have a full-on labrum tear, so they had to repair that. They had to stitch back the, the front of my shoulder in a way that, like, I couldn't move it. Like, physically, it wouldn't move. But I'm in physical therapy now, and I've, I've got about 70% movement back. Still can't use it for anything. Like, here's my restrictions. You can't lift anything over two pounds. So, I mean, you can't do dishes if you can't move something over two pounds. You know what I'm saying? I mean, your arm itself weighs more than two pounds. Yeah, you can't, you can't vacuum, can't, can't make the bed, can't, can't do much. Two pounds is, yep. is, I mean, you know, that's about the weight of a can of beer, though. Can't even pour yourself a glass of water. Yeah, but you but you can't carry it from the fridge to your couch, right? <laughs> Still need help with that part. I can lift the beer. Well, I also have a left hand, but uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. It does mean no, the, that I the left hand is going through sympathy pains. <laughs> it kind of is. I actually damaged my left shoulder too, but I'm hesitant. Oh to yeah, no, you'll you'll overuse it, and anything. yeah, that's what they said, and they were right. Yep. Well, it was all happens. bruised up. It's funny, because once they popped the shoulder back in the joint, my right shoulder actually looked okay. My left one was covered in these dark bruises. And so it looked tore up, but it was, yeah, I had surgery on the right. But anyway, yeah, so I'm, I'm, but I am recovering. I'm on the road to recovery. Which I, I haven't, I still can't test drive motorcycles, though. I, I'm, I'm looking to buy another bike now. I still have uh, Red 5. The Yamaha XS650, the one that appears as the cover art for our uh, podcast, I, I have that yeah. bike. It needs a uh, it needs a little work though. The front brake is seized for some reason. I don't know. And the uh, I cannot keep the carbs balanced on that bike for whatever reason. Carburetors are the most evil thing on earth for me. I like working on vehicles, but I cannot balance carburetors. I don't know. Oh well, maybe we should yeah, get our either. our buddy who uh, sold a bike to Katie Sackoff to look at it. She yeah. is our go-to motorcycle guy. Have, have you even gotten your bike out since I've been laid up? Um, yeah, I had it out last week. Um, I've, I've taken running. a few runs. I've taken a few little runs here and there just to just to keep it running. But I haven't really done any. I mean, it's you know, it is winter, um, which doesn't typically stop me all the time. But it's been I've, a pretty uh, mild winter, though. I I pretty much ride you know when you and I ride so. Yeah. That's kind of slowed me down a bit. And as it got colder, like I started doing some more rides with my wife. She's She's been riding along lately, but uh, as it got colder, she's not interested in that. Like, I don't not, mind riding yeah. when it's – I like the cold. I'm like, let's go. But, it depends. I, I just bought some seriously good like cold weather gear right before the accident too. I got like the heated gloves and I guess it landed up balaclava thing and I mean I didn't get a lot but I was really excited about those heated gloves yeah <laughs> and nope denied but I have been repairing a 1988 Suzuki Samurai so 
And even when my shoulder was able to go out and I swapped out the carburetor out last weekend. Although, yeah, that hurt. So th- <laughs> this is Car Talk with Jim and Tim. That's right. 88 Suzuki Samurai. And for those of you listening, there is a myth that we need to dispel right here and now. Suzuki Samurais are not any more likely to tip over than a Jeep Wrangler or a Ford Explorer. They have the same tip ratio as those two vehicles. The what about the uh, Geo Trekker? Geode? <laughs> the Geo Ge- Tracker has the, the same drivetrain and frame, uh, same engine, um, but totally different body. The Samurai is designed uh, the, like for the approach and stuff like that. It's designed for heavy off-road use. I love the Samurai. It's like they were, a, they were, this, is, this is the same argument as, uh, you know, this, this brand of cola is no more likely to impact your sugar taken than other brands of cola well no with the the samurai what i'm talking about with the body is like if you look at uh, the placement of the rear and front bumpers it allows for you to approach things and and the tire will hit it before the bumper will um the geo is like more like i guess they also had the sidekick which is similar um these are more like beach buggy type. I mean, they're four-wheel drives. They, they're extraordinarily hardy, meaning like the engines are bulletproof. You can throw sand in the cylinders and, you know, get rid yeah. of all the oil. Things still run. It's like the AK-47 of uh, cars. But um, but their body style is not designed for like heavy off-road use, whereas the Samurais were. Samurais were designed to be Japanese uh, military vehicles for their, you know, civil defense forces or whatever. What are we doing? <laughs> you know, speaking of samurai, um, samurai. Oh, I learned about a samurai today. Go on, I got a book about a samurai today. That I'm excited about. Yeah, we, we have Sorry. a podcast that's built all around Kurosawa. Samurai. Yeah. So, what if I do? I have a samurai. Bad batch. Bad batch is not bad at all. I uh, I so first impressions. What you think? Um. I would like to save mine, except to tell you that I have mixed feelings, and I will, I will, I will elaborate on that in a moment. But what do you think? What What are you feeling about? Well, I have something that David Groggins would hate. I have managed expectations. David Groggins, you know who he is? The inspirational speaker, not. former Navy SEAL. He's he's insane. He's considered the toughest man on earth. Like he's done all these uber marathons of like a hundred miles in the desert or whatever but he uh he has he goes on this big rant about the, the term managing expectations is, is how you kill your dreams and blah 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 but let's be practical i have managed expectations with uh, bad batch once i got used to the fact that you know what this is just going to be some fun star wars stories with an interesting group i'm satisfied it's not going to be it doesn't replace clone wars for it's like adding to you know to, to character depth or development. It doesn't replace Rebels. It, it doesn't compete with either of those series. Um, but it is fun, and it's good. So, And the artwork is spectacular. So once, is. I managed, once I managed those expectations and said, I'm, I'm not going to be blown away by this. I'm not going to be sitting around thinking about it like for two days after I saw an episode. Um once yeah, I'm like you know what? Let's just sit down, have some fun with some Star Wars, and see some beautiful animation. I'm 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 enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a so lot. The reality is, uh, it's it's GI Joe. It's yeah. it's old '80s '90s cartoons. It's episodic, um, yeah. And 
and one of the biggest things here, and this is where my mixed feelings actually came from. I don't have mixed feelings. I enjoy the show. I'm not disliking it in any way. But, you know, I'm, I am realizing more and more that when I sit to watch Star Wars, and I'm really glad now that there aren't Jedi regularly present or Force users regularly present because I would expect them to have an impact on the galaxy in a larger way. Because um, I'm waiting to go like, okay, how is this impacting our big Star Wars story, right? That was my first take from it. And exactly, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I, I had the exact same thing as you, which is actually I had that whole spiel that you just said all planned out and then you said it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I told you to go on first. But that's exactly what I felt. I was like, you know, we're not pushing the story forward. And then it was like, well, no, we're not because these characters were were forcefully removed from the story. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason that I got a little bit – not disheartened, but I like they tricked us a little bit at the beginning. Um, yeah, with uh, Sean Kanan. And Beppin- no, 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 no. At the beginning of this season when they were at uh, uh, Dooku's place. Yeah, that was a cool – like That was a really great couple cool episodes, setting. but I was like, oh, yeah. okay, they're, they're starting to get back involved in stuff, and then they just didn't. Um, and I don't know if something else is coming. We've still got quite a few episodes left. So I, I, there's going to be some tie into it, but it's best to just enjoy when it happens and to accept that this is just a group of people in the Star Wars galaxy. And I don't need I don't need a ton of this in Star Wars, but having this and having it for what they are, um, this this show has been has been really great. Yeah, um, it, I liked Extreme Pod Racing. Um, I've I've enjoyed every episode. Yeah. Um, I I liked. I, I want to back up before we talk more. The the Dooku's uh, castle scene. I I actually love that. That it, it it's like sightseeing in Star Wars universe. Um, like hey, what yes. did happen to like his castle after in the aftermath? And that 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 was some good like universe building, just showing hey, the Separatist cause is lost. What did happen to the money that they were using to run this? I like that stuff. I mean, some people would be like, oh, that, that's, well, who cares? You know, what, let's get adventure. Let's get crazy. I, I am genuinely curious. Like, how did they fund the separatist movement? What happened to the money? Um, well, and they're also doing a really good, like in that those two episodes, they did a really good job of blending the, uh, you know, what happened with that, that with Tim's there being enough action to, I'm not scratching. It was a scratching sound. I just didn't want people to think it was me. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it sounded like you were scratching your chin like you hadn't shaved. Um, no, I'm sorry. I what were you saying? In many years, but. Uh, That's true. He is bearded. So, no, but they've done a really good job of balancing that. There is a lot of action, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a yeah. lot of. Um, you. It's They're not pushing too much with their individual abilities this this season yet um you get a little bit of stuff with tech and with um uh wrecker in this last episode or in the the, really in the padres episode um that's just what i'm gonna call it but the crosshair episode though yes that was that was fantastic that felt like an episode of clone wars um yeah but they did they definitely showed off that I don't know how how do we want to talk about these because now I want to talk right, about so, the crosshair episode. All right, I want to talk a little bit about the. I I only really have one little. It's it's really an anecdote more than it is even about the actual episode. 
Um, but just when you when you realize what this show is, um, so my youngest child, um, who you know can watch Star Wars, but you know doesn't need to doesn't need to see Anakin and, and Mustafar um, at the end of the battle. You know, right. so yeah. my youngest child um, was having trouble sleeping the night that the second episode came out. Which was the and, Dooku's, uh, that was the second part of the Dooku story, right? Yeah, the second part of the Dooku, or the, whatever the, well, yeah, so the, we're sitting the watching castle, that. And yeah. I was like, all right, treasure hunt. I said, come on down, let's, let's watch this. I'm just watching some Star Wars. Come hang out and, you know, we'll let you rest a little bit. And he was like, oh, okay. You know, he's excited to get out of bed. And so he just yeah. sat with me. Um, and then we got to the end with the uh, with the Imperial officer and the clone. Oh yeah, and we got to the end, him. and he turns around. The you know the officer kind of turns around and, and starts to walk away, and I could just and I <laughs> I could just feel it. I just knew where they were going, and I hit pause, and I was like, "Well, that was a fun episode. Let's go to bed." That <laughs> took him upstairs, and. Uh, he went to bed. I came back down. I turned it on, and immediately the guy turned around and just—I mean, it was—it was just execution. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was and brutal. I was like, "Wow, I'm really glad that I got my kid out of here because the rest of the episode wasn't a problem." You know, Bad Batch is still—they're—you know, Clone Force ninety nine—they're still running around with with their gun, their uh, blasters on stun because yeah. they don't want to hurt the clone. They don't want to hurt the other clones the or even the enlisted people. Um, so they're stunning everyone. And then this guy comes up and, and does that. Um, you know, which I'm glad that it was there because the empire is evil. You know, like there's every now and then people are like, well, you know, the empire kind of has a point about, you're like, they can have, they can make sense in certain ways. They're still evil. (laughs) They're still wrong. That, that scene combined with, um. On the Crosshair episode, at the end, where he's talking to Cody, and Cody's clearly depressed by, you know, the way things go. In fact, we find out that Cody goes AWOL. Oh, um, I loved seeing yeah. Cody again. I was really, I was mad at him right away, and, and then it got a little better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's led to this debate online about do the, uh, do the inhibitor chips lose their power after a while? Um, because it is a form of mind control, and I think with Cody... And um, that one clone whose name I forgot, who the officer executes, they do seem to be going back to their free will. And Cody reminded, uh, he, he made a statement that I think Rex had made earlier um, when he said, do you know why the Republic wanted clones instead of droids? Because we think for ourselves. And he, he reminded, so I think that that was a pretty awesome kind of insight into clones. And I, I love this idea that the clones are, the inhibitor chips are wearing off. And that they are gaining more free will to fight against the empire. I wonder if the uh, if the the higher ups in the clone army, because of their exposure to non clones and how often they were around the Jedi and how often they were around other things, if it was you know if it was them who really had that impact. Yeah, because so, you see some yeah. stuff with with you know these, and obviously you know the main characters that we know are the are the officers of the clone armies. Um, yeah. So that's just who we get to see. But, uh, you know, it makes you wonder if they're the ones who are really having some impact. Well, I, I mean, 
I'm I'm gonna. I think this is a pretty safe uh, prediction. I, I'm predicting that Cody's gonna show back up, and he's either gonna have some sort of tragic end or he's gonna have some sort of awesome redemption. Um, either way, I think he'll get a redemptive moment. I mean, he went AWOL. That's a that's a good way. You know, that's a, that's definitely the the right path. And uh, hopefully, it would make me happy if we didn't see him until season three, and season three happened like ten years later. I, it, it would be awesome to see Rex find him and help him get rid of his inhibitor chip. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see Rex show up again. Um, yeah, but if Rex found Cody, I, I wouldn't. I don't see them separating. You know, like... Well, that's what I mean. There might be a tragic end. Because we do see, for those of you who might have forgotten, we do see um, Rex in... Uh, shoot. Um, Rebels? Because <laughs> it's Rex, Grieger, and Wolf in Rebels, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, and he's an old man because the clones, you know, age at twice the regular speed. Age differently. You know, it makes me wonder about, uh, like, this is where I would love for them to do some kind of tie-in. And I know some people would, would I know some people would think it was, sorry, I know some people would think it was forced. It's been a long, long day. <laughs> I know some people would think it's forced, but I would love a tie-in if they were like, you know, hey, we got word that one of the Jedi Padawans made it out. Referencing whoever. They could be referencing, you know, Grogu, Baby Yoda, or some other thing. Kanan, Cal Kestis, and then, Ezra. And then Cody yeah. was like, you know, I've got to protect this information. And he's able to stop whoever has the information, but that's the ending. Like, if they tied it into one of these bigger things where one of the clones who turned on the Jedi... And his redemption actually helped a Jedi, you know, not yeah. Clone Force ninety nine. Like I would just love to see that happen somewhere. And I know, I know they help. Um, you know, I know the the group with Rex help Kanan and Ezra and them, um, yeah. which is good. But I would just, you know, if if he was going to meet an end, I would love for Cody's to be that way. And it maybe because I'm partial to him because he was with Obi Wan, or that. You know. Well, I'm partial to him because he he's a fairly major character in the Clone Wars series. Oh, he is. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So Rex, Rex, and Cody are probably the two clones that got the most airtime. Um, other than I guess the Bad Batch now because they got their own show. But uh, yeah. So the Crosshair episode was fantastic. Um, it brought back the politics. That in a, in an entertaining way, meaning, all right, what about the, the planets like Mandalore or Ryloth that were trying to be neutral and stay away from the Separatists and the Republic? Like now, the Empire snatching them up, and they're it looks like like this was awesome. They they regretted that they that the Separatists had you know, lost and were gone now because they see how bad the Empire is, and they bring back the Droid Army. That that was that, that was cool. That whole thing was that cool. was that was really cool. We see that um, with Camino gone, uh, Crosshair is staying in some barracks. I don't know if that was Coruscant or what. I don't think they said. Yeah. Uh, it looked like Coruscant, but yeah, they so went. That was... They went very video game with the uh, clones. <laughs> How do you mean? So, like, they were, you know, you started off and it was just a couple of you know standard droids, and and then the droidica showed up, and then this oh, next yeah. level showed up, and then I this next level, level showed up, like. Yeah. It was just, I was like, oh, yeah, we're winning this video game this whole way through. But, man, um, that, that's, 
that scene at the end where Cody talks the lady down and says, basically says, I give you my word. I'm, I'm not going to hurt you. And then the officer says to Cody, shoot her. And that's, again, we see that Cody's like, no, I, no, I, none of this good, you know, soldiers follow order stuff. He's just like, no. And then, you know, Crosshair ends up shooting her. And we, I, I, it's just really well done. Like, we see how much this is messing with their minds. And one of the things, and I've said this a million times on this podcast, too, one of the things I love so much about the clones is they remind me of real soldiers. Um, and Dave Filoni's just done a really good job of capturing, like, of humanizing the clones, which I think they've always needed. Um, yeah. Because Cody's right. The whole point of a clone army is that they're thinking sentient beings that, you know, have cares and concerns. Um, yeah. So that that was a powerful moment. Um, other things worth mentioning, we should probably talk a little bit about the, uh, the the pod racing thing. Technically not pod racing. I forgot what those things were called. But that, I forgot that, too, but... That was cool. That looked, I liked that more than pod racing. Um, I liked the, the course. I liked that they had those kind of weapons. The... Uh, <laughs> The pilot droid that uh, they were using at first, Teo, I think his name was. He was hilarious. Yeah. He, he was, was hilarious. absolutely hilarious. I don't. At, at first, I thought that was David Cross doing the voice, uh, but I don't think it was. Tobias Funke from Arrested Development. He reminded me of David Cross, but his delivery and timing was was genius. It was hilarious. Um, what's what's the uh, lady's name they work for? Sid. Uh, Sid. Uh, so we got you know real shadow cast on on Sid's character. Uh, we've had a couple of ominous signs that Sid might betray the Bad Batch. Um, that really came up. Yeah, in the we had a direct statement about it, right? Yeah, her. her they old... said when it comes down to it, she is she's going to turn you in. Watch I mean that back. that seems like a, when you're not useful, and I think we talked about that in season one. Like she's going to turn them into the Empire at some point. I think we had that conversation. Yeah. Either she's going to have some sort of redemptive arc because of Omega, or, yeah, or she's going to betray him. And I think she's probably going to betray him and then regret it. Kind of a Lando Calrissian kind of thing. Um, and maybe that'll be her redemption arc, is, you know, turns him in and then is like, now i got to organize a way to get him back. Um, the uh, other thing, uh, so that we're seeing, you notice they've customized their uh, their uniforms, their their armor. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I love the new armor. I mean, it's the same armor. They just painted it differently, and they added some things, like uh, like Hunter's got a scarf, which is very fetching. Um, <laughs> I, I I love the colors they're using, because before they were kind of gray and black, and which was cool, but now it's very... Um, so, like, Echo has the, like, skirt, which just looks awesome with the, with the, with the holsters and all. Hunter's all of them, their armor just looks really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, Meanwhile, that cool. Crosshair is still in his standard. Yep. He's still living the the nightmare that is uh, his existence. Because when they stepped up the, the, the power of that inhibitor chip, that's got to be messing with him big time. Because I, I think he would have had more of a Cody moment. But remember, they, they spent a lot of time just amping up that inhibitor chip on him. Yeah, they did. And we got, again, to see just how deadly and effective that guy is, man. When when he threw the, when Cody throws the little mirror, that, that animation was so cool. And he just jumps up that and was, takes a shot. Yeah, that was amazing. That was, a, that was a, 
that was a very saving private Ryan kind of moment when they were in the hallway wrestling with the droids. I, I worried about the Cody's safety there for a little bit. Yeah, but same. I was, was like, good. oh, this is, this is where he's going to go. I guess that was my expectation. I was like, okay, we got to see Cody and we get to know how he ends. All right, well, bye, Cody. Um, yeah. It didn't happen. I'm glad it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. that was a that was a wonderful episode. Um, so this I was a little torn about the uh, the the pod race episode. The only thing that really got me was the when the goons were there to come after the money. Yeah. Um, and she was like, she's like, aren't you guys here to protect me? And they were like, yeah. And then the other guys were like, but we have blasters. And then, you know, Echo and Wrecker were like, oh, no. Okay, we'll stop. And I was like, but they don't stop. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I get I, it. I know they had blasters pointed right at them or what. Like, I understand the concept. But it was just, it seemed a little too like, oh, okay, we'll just back off. Like, it's, all right, sorry. I, I felt that was a little jarring as well. Like like you said, I understood why they got Omega there. And it's just the two of them. And the other guys already had their blasters out. So it made sense, but yeah, it did seem a little kind of <laughs> too quick for them to be like, oh, whoa, okay, no fighting. That's not yeah. their style, usually. Yeah. So, but otherwise, I really liked that episode. I liked the race. I liked that, I, you know, I liked that they're, they're developing. Civilians got killed? <laughs> that was crazy, man. I mean, there's the all kinds of stuff, are, and that's and yeah. that's kind of the impact. Like, we know when the Republic existed that pod racing was very dangerous to all those involved in the pod racing. Um, yeah. this one, not only are you allowed to cause damage, but you, you bring along weapons with the intent yes. to damage yeah. and kill and it doesn't matter. And this is, this is life under the empire, you know, whether the empire's uh, yeah. sanctioning it, you know, that, you know, people in the, you know, imperial control are, are taking whatever money and, you know, like That's there's a just a, it, it's, under... it's gotten worse. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Yeah, under the Republic, if it was that violent, they might have actually stepped in to shut it down. But now, nobody cares. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because, you know, the pod racing was originally, the idea is taken from the chariot races from, like, the ancient Roman Empire, you know. And if you've seen, like, Ben-Hur or any of that stuff, you know, it's it's it was violent. Um, but... It, you know, instead of having two horses hooked up, they got the pod, you know, engines. Um, but this one actually seemed more like the chariot races in that, yeah, they're actively trying to kill each other as they're going around the... Not trying to sneakily kill each other like we see with the podcast. Or podcast, I keep saying that, the pod race. I yeah. wish I could remember what this race was called. It's uh, uh, Razor something or something like that. Razor race. I don't know. I don't know. I like extreme pod race, so that's what I'm going Extreme pod race. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know how it's extreme? And that's spelled like just with an X hyphen dream. X dream. Yeah. That's how you know it's really. Okay. Um, oh, there was something else. Uh, yeah, they showed us. Really, and then I was going to say, uh, I guess this latest episode where the Wanda Sykes. I love Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes is absolutely hilarious. And she plays the treasure hunting lady that they go on this you know, adventure with in the latest episode, episode five. Um, yeah. Wanda Sykes, uh, she's on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Not a show for kids, but if you're a fan of Seinfeld, you might want to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO. Um, it's 
very derivative. It's about Larry David, the guy who wrote you know most of the Seinfeld series, and the character George Costanza is based on the real life uh, Larry David. But anyway, Wanda Sykes is on that show, and she is just hilarious, and I love her on uh, Bad Batch as well. But um, what did you think about this uh, the, this adventure in uh, the heart of the mountain? So overall, it's my least favorite episode. Um, yeah. This and the reason I say that is it had nothing to do with their story either. You know, like when it really came down to it, not only did it not have to do with Star Wars as a whole, but it didn't. The, did it? the fact that they, well, I want to talk about that. I think it did. I think it. I think it. I think there's some pretty big stuff in this. So I, that's you know, what I'm asking. The, what do you think the heart of the mountain was? A lot of speculation on this on the Star Wars forums that this was an early version of a holocron of a holocron, and what was that giant machine? And people are like, "This is one of those weapons that, like the Sith before they were Sith, um, this is one of those super weapons." So, like the Death Star is basically the great 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 grandbaby of uh, weapons, like the one we saw in this episode. I, I like these speculations. Um, I, I yeah, I mean it was it was fine. It, the world. So uh, yeah, is, so only something powerful enough to take the the thing could take it away, and once you put it back, yeah, it's going to go away, but it destroys itself as well. Um, so I, I like I liked the device itself. I liked like the way that I read it was just that like you try to take it, you have to be able to take down this thing. Um, if you can't take down this thing, the only way that you know, most would be able to would be to put the thing back into it, but then it destroyed itself. And so the potentially the holocron or whatever you think it was destroyed itself in the process. Um so I, I do like the the security behind it and I like the storytelling there. Um I just didn't I just didn't like the let's go on an adventure. Eh, we didn't get anything, but you know, whatever. I don't know. It was just it's filler. I, I it's fine. It's I'm it's well, not that I didn't like it. It was my least favorite of the episodes we've had so far. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I get that. It did seem, like you said, it seemed like filler. It seemed like, like they just kind of threw this in. But there's there's a few things about it that made me, I, I got to admit, it was it was my least enjoyable, just like you said. But it's the one that made me think the most. Um, because, so when they fire up this machine... You know, it, it does all the light patterns and stuff, and you can tell that now they're inside a machine. It's not an actual mountain. Um, dude, the patterns in that looked like the, I forget what it's called, the world between time or whatever, where Ahsoka and Ezra went, and they saw the mirrors looking into other times. I think it was the world between worlds, right? Or, yeah, or the world between worlds. The, the, if you, the, the light patterns on this machine, that's what it reminded me of, was what we saw inside the world between worlds. Um, so that I was like, this might be the same people or, you know, whatever they were. And they, I love that they, they were like, uh, it's, it's, you know, so this is from the Jedi and Wanda Sykes character is like, no, it's a lot older than that. And of course we know before the Jedi, what the Bindu. Um, so was this a weapon created by the Bindu? Um, there's an implied, uh, story here that I thought was extremely disturbing, but kind of, compelling and and you know apocalypse stories are always kind of interesting the it sounds like this thing killed everything on that planet and then shut down 
except for there was one living thing on the planet, and this is the other thing. And I was like, okay, this this made me scratch my, my chin and go, huh. The creature that they fought inside of it, what was that? And did it remind you of any other creatures we've seen in Star Wars? Dun, dun, dun. It did. Laser blast did not seem to hurt it. I wonder. Here's here's my hint of where I'm going with this. Would a would a lightsaber hurt it? That is the mm. question. Because the only other creature we saw that lightsabers couldn't hurt was the Zillow Beast. Yep. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And so, I, and this these aren't my original thoughts. I. I I got curious about the stuff, so I've been like looking at it online, and um, th- I don't remember even where to attribute this to. Somebody was saying, "Hey, I think that this was a prototype of the Zillow Beast, and the Zillow Beasts were designed as part of these wars of the Bendu, or even before the Bendu, uh, where Force users were trying to create these weapons. Um, some of them are biological, like the like the creature the Zillow Beast might have been, and some of them are mechanical. Um, it, I don't know. Like I said, this." This was not the most, like, the, it wasn't the best episode in, in that when I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen now? And oh, wow. But it, it, I got to admit, it did make me go, huh, what is this, where does this fit into the larger Star Wars universe? Like this, this, who built this machine? How old is it? What is the heart of the mountain? Like, is it a, a, a some sort of force using device? Uh, all that I found fascinating. And then the story of an entire planet being seemingly eradicated by a machine that somebody built um there's definitely some cautionary tales there um yeah. in other words i do want to can i i want to talk about something real quick um yeah absolutely only because you keep using the word bendu um, i'm doing it wrong no 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 no, not necessarily um so the the and the reason that I bring this up is just to make sure everybody's aware of everything, because we all know that Rebels is awesome. If you've listened to our podcast, and hopefully you've gone and watched Rebels, and if you went and watched Rebels, there's actually a single Force-sensitive being called Bendu. Um, he was on uh, Atolan, I think was the planet. Um, remember him? Like He's one of my favorite characters in yeah. and that big, awesome, he... bearded dude. So his name so, is Bendu. Um, in I, Legends... I thought there was a race of Bendu. I thought he was a member of the race of Bendu. But no, he was like the in, last surviving one. In Legends, there is a... Um, there's the order There's the order of the Bendu, that, which I think is where like the, the Jedi came from because they were the Dai Bendu, D-A-I Bendu. And yeah. I think that's where the Jedi came from, which turned into Jedi eventually. Um, so I, I don't know that the race... I think he was just a, a single solitary, kind of like the father, the the son and the daughter, brother and sister, whatever they were called. Um, yeah. What, were well, they brother and sister or son and daughter? They were son and daughter, right? Yeah. How were they referred to? Okay, I, I always forget if they were referred to as son and daughter or brother and sister. Daughter. I thought so too. I, um, yeah. So anyway, he's uh, – and that's the only reason I bring it up. So the, the Bendu were the, were the ancient, ancient, ancient before the Jedi became Jedi. There was, there was Jedi and then the Jedi, which is J-E-D apostrophe A-I-I or whatever that is. Um, yeah. And prior to that, there was the Dai Bendu, which is, is the race that 
that you're talking about. Um, yeah. And that's the only reason I bring it up because it's a legend thing, but it, it it's one of those things that we're waiting for it to fit into. <laughs> yeah, where yeah, you know, squeeze the stuff into canon. Well, I think Dave Filoni is giving a nod to that with this episode and with this machine. I think he he's because they made it. They went out of their way to say no. I think this predates the Jedi, so I think this is a reference to whatever came before. And I'm hoping maybe they'll flesh this out a little bit. The other thing that the the design reminded me of, and I think this was intentional back in the Rebels series, the world between worlds, the uh, the way the it's all circular artwork and stuff looks like the murals of the father son and daughter um they they have that same kind of design to it as in this machine had that same design to it um you know it looks very different than the stuff we see like you know in other star wars like as far as ships and and stuff like that goes um it did yeah so yeah that's what it reminded me of so i i thought that was that yeah i thought there was a lot of uh good eating there for for people who are in the star wars lore to kind of play with these ideas like who built that machine i want to know that um we might never ever go back to it maybe dave filoni was just teasing us with it or maybe he just wanted a good adventure story i don't know it Um, would be it would be interesting if it would be interesting if this tied into their story more and they started to get more into relics i would love them to become you know like High Afra. adventure archaeologists. <laughs> uh, Afra, you know, is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that'd be that'd be a fun way to take the show. I mean, it'd make it fun for me, um, especially if they started getting into force artifacts and we got to learn more about the force. Yeah, um, which maybe they don't tackle it in this. Maybe they are setting a stage here, and maybe we'll see about it in like Ahsoka. Um, Ooh, or maybe we'll get to see about it in uh, in uh, the High Republic. Um, well, yeah, maybe, but that's that's or, not old let me, enough. Let so. me rephrase that. Maybe somebody else will be able. I do think that the acolyte looks like it could be. It could be good. Um, well, I'm gonna watch it either way. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, have you read any of the new books that came out? No. No. I've used my Audible credits for other things, and I hate that. Me too. I got got that book about the samurai. There was a black samurai in Japan in the 1520s. I didn't know this. I've been studying history my whole life. And I heard Yasuka was his name. So I got a a biography about him today on my audiobooks, and I was listening to it while I was working. Um, Anyway... (laughs) I was not listening to the High Republic. Is my point. Yeah. What, so yeah, the, the, I think there, there's some there's some meat there's some there's some good stuff with the Bad Batch. Um, I think it is a series that is more for like kind of for more mindless entertainment than what you got out of Andor certainly, and uh, even Rebels or, or Clone Wars. It's a little more just hey, just action adventure. Um, yeah, yeah. Characters almost like, like the. Uh... Almost like the the original Clone Wars cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that didn't yeah, push a, a whole lot comparison. of the story forward. They were just they were just there and happening and crazy, cool stuff. Yeah, um, set um, in Star Wars. So um, I guess the big questions are actually before I ask you that, 
Is there any Force users in Bad Batch other than the very first episode where we see Order 66? I don't remember seeing any. <clears throat> there's no Jedi or anything, are there? In any episode so far. No, and we haven't come or across inquisitors. any Inquisitors, right? Yeah. So. No, I don't think so. So that's, which that's is which again is neat. I think it's working for them because of what they're trying to do. You know what they're trying to make this show. Well, and honestly, on an imperial level, they're a pretty low priority. <laughs> Darth Vader's not worried about the Bad Batch, um, so it makes sense. You know, Vader's out there at this point in history trying to you know finish off what's left of the Jedi, and the Bad Batch is out there stealing uh, you know. <laughs> compensators or whatever it was they needed to steal condensers um yeah so pretty low priority from a from a political point of view but uh so yeah i guess here's the question is all this leading up to some sort of uh crazy story with omega because omega could be a big part of like later series like book of boba fett or ahsoka or even the mandalorian for that matter i do think so i think omega is going to be I half expected Omega in the race episode to be like, I'll race it. I got it. I figured out what's I going on. I was wondering, yeah. And was like, and yeah. I mean, they were obviously leading up to Tech doing it, but Omega was, uh, I, I, you know, kind of seemed like she was like, I'll race it, you know, but I'm, I wonder, I'm glad it went the way that yeah. it did. And I, and I love the way they did that. I love the way they set his race. I love the way that he ran it. Yeah. Like, that was all, that was all well done. Um, wow. What? Yeah. Oh, you so, said it yeah. was. I thought you said pause. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, no, I liked the way it was done, and I also had that momentary, no, they're not going to pull an Anakin pod racing kind of thing here. She's not going to yell wizard and jump in that thing, is she? Um, and she didn't. When so that was wizard, good. Annie. So wizard. Um, well, I think we're ready to wrap up Bad Batch, wrap up the podcast for tonight. Actually, I've got um, one more thing to add for you. Yeah, I was about to say, what what are closing thoughts or anything else? Yeah. Oh well, this is separate from Bad Batch, but so, um, all right. Well, I have the screen time breakdown of the characters in the Clone Wars series. Yeah. Do you know which character was on screen the most? I'm guessing Obi Wan. It is not Obi Wan. Obi Wan is in third place. So it's either Anakin. It's Anakin and Ahsoka, I think, got more screen time than Obi-Wan then. Ahsoka Tano is number one. Oh, wow. With a little under a minute less than Anakin. Or more than oh, Anakin. More, yeah. Well, that makes sense, because um, there was several uh, Ahsoka Solo uh, episodes. Yeah. Anakin has two and a half hours more than Obi-Wan. Wow. Uh, Rex has two hours less than Obi-Wan. Padme has almost an hour less than Rex, and now we're into the people that have... And then we get to... So I'm going to give you the order, but I won't give you all the t- all the times. So yeah. Ahsoka has almost eight hours total screen time. Obi-Wan has about five and a half. So that's kind of the start to the breakdown. So the yeah. order is this. This is all of the... According to this guy, this is all of the people or characters with ten minutes or more. So if they had less than 10 minutes, they're not on Jar Jar is the list. There then. Yeah, he is. Jar Jar is above Cody. Um, <laughs> uh, 
That's what made me look it up was our Cody conversation. All right, I'm just going to read the list, but not all the R2 time. Got you ready? A ton of screen time. He's up there. So it's Ahsoka, Anakin, Obi Wan, then Rex, Padme, and R2D2. Yeah. Then it's Mace Windu, Yoda, and Fives. Yeah. Then Dooku, Ventress, and Palpatine are all together. Uh, then C three PO. And then Maul oh, and Savage. Yeah. yeah. Next one is Cad Bane. Not bad. Then we've got Jar Jar Binks, Cody, oh. and Satine. Okay. Then there's Grievous, uh, Trace Martez, uh, which was one of the sisters from season seven. I don't remember Trace. The two sisters, Trace and Rafa. Oh, that's right. Okay, who Ahsoka yeah. ends up with. Yeah. Uh, Trace Martez, Mieber, Gascon. I don't know that one. Who's that one? Me neither. Mieber. Hold on, I'm going to look that up before I keep going. Because I don't want to not know I thought know Honda who. would be more. Oh, Mieber was the... Uh... He was, he's He had the two eyes coming out of the top of his head. He was a general... A colonel, sorry. Oh, he, he was a general later on. Um, he was a colonel. He has two eyes sticking on the top of his head. Colonel in the in the Republic Army. I don't remember Mieber. Colonel Gascon, General Gascon. No, I'll have to send you a picture, picture later on. Yeah, yeah, you'll know when you see him. Um, all right. So after him is Plo Koon, uh, Lux Bonteri, Rafa Martez, then Hondo Anaka. Yeah, Hondo. Um, then, uh, I guess it's a droid, WAC-47 droid, okay. No oh, idea. the, the pit droid. Okay. Um, interesting. From the, the one that's, that's assigned to the Jedi Council, I guess, I don't know. A pit, one of the pit droids. Uh, beat out Rush Clovis, Bail Organa, and Echo. Beat out Echo. So, good grief. That is that is cool to know. Oh, here, yeah. then there's more. Well, there's more, but they, they are all, these are all less than 30 minutes. I'm not going to go through all of them. Cause nah, yeah. Obviously, this is a huge. But it's just neat. It's neat to see how much I time they the, actually uh, had. I'm gonna tell my daughter that she's gonna be uh, she's she's gonna like that Ahsoka is actually the star of the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Caleb Doom has two minutes. When is he in Clone Wars? I'm serious. When is he? In, I mean, he's in Bad Batch. Caleb. Well, he's in there as Caleb Doom, not as Kanan Jarrus. Yeah. I don't. I think remember. they show. I think. I think he's in the temple at one point. Oh, he. Yeah. Um. Shoot. Um. I don't know. Uh, he's in Tales of the Jedi now that I think about it, because uh, Qui Gon wants to talk to, to, Depa Balaba. Yeah. In yeah. his total of two minutes in the in the series. Yeah. But that's okay. He makes up for it in Rebels. Uh, actually, Rebels has awesome. one of the most. Powerful scenes in all of Star Wars. 
The Zillow Beast has 13 minutes and 18 seconds, and so does Will of Tarkin. Wait, who has one of the most powerful moments in Star Wars? Kanan. In Rebels, his, uh, his final oh, yeah. moments with, uh, with Hera. Sorry, uh, I thought you said Qui-Gon. No, he's not like, in there much. I was like, I don't remember a whole lot of big, powerful moments with Qui-Gon in Rebels. Um, me neither. Yeah. All it right, is... well... Awesome. Awesome. Welcome back everybody. Yeah. And uh shout out to the to the listeners. Y'all been hanging with us and uh our numbers are doing good and I appreciate that. And hopefully we'll be uh getting better. I know when Mandalorian starts we'll uh we'll definitely be more on the ball. Yeah, be, so I'm, be... I was thinking about the well I guess we can talk about this when we're done recording about what we're gonna do the next couple of episodes. Um what are we doing next couple episodes? I'm gonna talk about it now. I th- I think it'd be a good idea to go back and uh, recap some of the some of the Mandalorian stuff. Um, uh, it would be chat about you know well leading right up to it. Chat about season one. Chat about season two, um, and then the stuff that's in Book of Boba Fett, and also have us. Yeah. So we've got four episodes between now and uh, Mandalorian coming out. So I figure. If we talk about the two seasons, um, just the getting ready for this one, and then hopefully have, you know, maybe a game day. We could do a trivia day somewhere in there, but I'd like to do the, uh, you know, probably I got that game, and I'd really like to actually sit and play that game and and record together. And if you know anything about the game, well, you, I don't know if you do or not. What game? Um, it's the new Star Wars Clone Wars game by Pandemic. Um. It's a board game, right? Yeah. So, but if if you've played Pandemic, um, you know that the the conversations involved. It's a cooperative game. Um, you're working together in, and the same idea with the Clone Wars game. Um, so you're working together, in it, and the conversations that happen, I think, would be a lot of fun to actually have recorded. So that may be an upcoming episode, and would would give us that time in between. Yeah, now and then. we haven't so done was... game night in a long time. Those were fun. Those were fun. Yeah, we need to do uh, we need to do one of those. Yeah, those are all good ideas, um, especially tying in. Uh, you know, it's kind of strange now to think about it. There were some pretty important developments in the Mandalorian storyline that occurred in the Book of Boba Fett. So it's huge. Like if I... people weren't watching Book of Boba Fett, but they love Mandalorian, that that might cause a little trouble. Or if they like got bored when there were these little mopeds going down the street, yeah, <laughs> you know, like it was just a, yeah, that's that's what worries me is that people miss some stuff. Um, I was talking to somebody today that said they just started watching Mandalorian, and they're like, I really like it, and I was like, cool, season three comes out in twenty nine days. Have you watched Boba Fett? No, I'm like, well, you kind of need to go watch it. Yeah, at least like, watch those two or three episodes that are dedicated to the Mandalorian. I think it's two. Yeah, until, it's two. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, I'm like, but you gotta, you gotta know what's going on. So yeah, the, the, yeah. I mean, the more I think about it, yeah, that that's highly significant. That was major changes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, all right. What do you say we call it a night, and we'll we'll be back here in a week and uh, talk more Star Wars. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. 
if you enjoy the show, you know, click that five stars, click subscribe, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbors, tell your neighbors' enemies. Just get the word out there. That's how hey, we grow tell the us. show. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Look up Our Certain Point of View. Um, we have a page called Our Certain Point of View for positive Star Wars. We just try to keep negative stuff out. We are going to rename that page soon. But it, come on and join the page. Not that we don't want to bring negative stuff in, but we're just going to rename it anyway. Um, we're also on uh, Twitter is a good place to reach out. Um, you'll get me. For the most part, if you reach out on, on Facebook, you probably have Jim answering you back. If you reach out on Twitter um, at Our Certain View, you'll probably get me answering back. Um, and uh, yeah. we're on Instagram, but not very often. I, I usually just, for Instagram, I, I usually just hit the, you know, from Twitter or other platforms, I just hit the, hey, send it to Instagram too. But I don't actually yeah. go on Instagram much. Um, we have a TikTok account, but that is rarely active. That's opened up every now and again just to see if anybody's talked on there and, and I'll respond to some stuff. But really, um, I'm trying to be more and more present on Twitter because it seems like for podcasts, that's a strong place to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, I may open up back into TikTok now that they're allowing some longer videos um, to do some some snippets to let people know what's going on in the podcast. But uh, we're around. Reach out. Um, send us a message. You can click on the link in the show and leave us an audio message if you want us to uh, potentially air that on the show and, and yep. talk about that. Um, you do all kinds of stuff anchor. available. You have to get the Anchor app to leave us a voice message, but I mean, it's not a it's not a big deal. But yeah, if you if you do yeah, that, you we can, can actually it and delete play it after if you needed to. But yeah, and we can play your your message on the show um, if you do that. Yeah, all so right. all kinds of stuff. Reach out, talk to us, let us know, let us know what you think, let us know if there's stuff you don't like. If you're like, you know, when you sat there and read that list of names, that was really boring. Or if you were like, hey, when you okay. sat there and read that list of names, that was kind of cool because it was Best Star Wars thing characters that ever happened. Um, you know, either way, we want to hear from you. Let us know what we, what you like and what you don't. Um, yep. and I'll stop this mindless rambling. So you don't, uh, tell me you don't like this. <laughs> I liked it up until you start talking about whether or not we liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. I'm going to, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Do it. And I'm actually, not. I'm going to, I'm going to mix this and then post it. And then I'm going to go to bed. All right. Well, this has been our certain, certain point, point of, of view. view. Um, I forgot how He's we end the show. I'm Jim. I'm Tim. And this is the spoken. way. This is Remember, the way. The force will be with you. Always. Always. And also with you. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Audio one. <laughs>